If you're still on the hunt for a sports book to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to $25,000 or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, MyBookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now and take advantage of our generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus of up to $1,000. All you have to do is claim promo code MADNESS50. But the fun doesn't stop there. Get up to the minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about MyBookie? You can bet on anything, anytime, from anywhere. Use promo code MADNESS50, that's MADNESS50, to secure your limited-time welcome bonus today. Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Number two, Jeff Cameron Show. Thanks for tuning to it. Great to be with you. I'm Jeff. That's Tom, Director Matthew in the house. Watch it on WarChant TV. Like and subscribe. Share. If you're listening on 93.3, thanks. Tell everybody about it. Good to be with you. Hope you had a great weekend as we get set this week for the NFL Draft. Looking forward to it. Touch last hour real quick. Just a quick cursory glance at what we mentioned before. Obviously, the softball team keeps on winning. Nice sweep there. Baseball team loses two out of three to end a nice run. That's not a good serious loss. That's not a good Clemson team. That's a tough way to lose two games in the series. Unable to hold on to leads late. And a bullpen that's been wildly inconsistent remains that way. We'll see if they get that fixed before the postseason. That's really what matters here. doesn't appear anyhow that they'll be uh, you know, a top eight national seed, to say the least, Tom. <laughs> but they could have been in position to host a regional if the yeah. season ended today, quote-unquote, with a two out of three over the weekend. That's what's frustrating because you did find a way to win last Tuesday or Wednesday, whatever it was, against Georgia Southern. So if you could have parlayed that into a three out of four well, week, then well, you, I mean the, the RPI is not dead by any means. I think they're at nineteenth or eighteenth, but you could have been squarely at twelfth right now. Yeah, they're nineteenth in the RPI right now. Uh, you could have been very much right there in the top twelve, top ten, maybe uh, with the run that they just went on, which was a very impressive run. Uh, to turn around and lose this series is disappointing. There's no getting around that. It is just flat out disappointing. Now. This is a top-20 baseball team. They're not an awful baseball team. I don't want to make it sound as if this squad is uh, bereft of hope, to use a phrase I like. Uh, They're not. That win streak over really good baseball teams shows you what they're capable of, and that remains true. It's also true that they've had a hard time locking down the back end of games with any degree of consistency out of the pen. They're still searching for answers for a Sunday starter uh, as far as consistency goes. And I think, you know, they're a better team offensively. They still strike out too much, but they're a better team offensively than they were. They're just not great. And they don't pick it up at a rate that would be commiserate to a team described as good defensively. They're not. They just don't hit a lot of home runs compared to last year. And, and Matthew Nelson, obviously, was a, a large reason for their home run total. <laughs> that helped. And yet their slugging is higher this year, and their ops is higher, yeah, even though better, they don't hit nearly as many home runs. Yeah, they're a better hitting team. Uh, if, if you look at, you know, even just – 
you know, taking a cursory glance at old stats that we don't really use anymore to describe what a team is. Batting average, for example. They're, they're not terrible there. Um, About 20 points better, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're not better. They're not terrible there. Um, they're, just, they're just not elite offensively. They're bad defensively. And they haven't been able to figure out their bullpen. They're starting pitching when right. It's good. It's good. Uh, but, you know, you have... You know, have these moments defense. What's weird about them defensively is they okay. They've committed more errors, right, Tom? And and you look at the fielding percentage. It's it's, not, it's, it's not, down from last year a little bit. Yeah, yeah, it's not good. They weren't good last year. They're not good this year. But the difference between this year's team defensively and last year's team defensively is last year's team defensively, even with similar fielding percentage numbers, was one that spaced out evenly the suck. The suck was spread out just amount of, you know, oh, there's a, there's a sorry play in the first inning. There's another sorry one in the fourth. And here's one in the sixth. Oh, there's another one in the eighth. It's a good okay. schmear. It's yeah. a schmear of suck. We've got a schmear of suck going on here defensively. This team's very different. You're like, oh, everything's looking good. If we were going to compare it to a schmear, you'd say, what, are we not even going to put the schmear on the bagel? Nothing? I got nothing? And then all of a sudden, oh, it's lathered beyond reason. It's falling onto my hand. This is too much schmear. That's this team. That's the that's the fifth inning or the seventh inning. Oh, whoop-a-doo-doo, let's just chuck it all over the place here. We've got four errors in an inning. That's insane. But it drives me nuts. They come in bunches. It's very much like, okay, everything's fine, everything's fine, everything's fine. And the planes hit the side of the mountain. One becomes two, becomes three. And then there are games like their dominating effort against the University of Florida where they get out to an early lead. They have a great first inning offensively. They set the tone. When you need to be able to pick up the ball to ensure that you sustain a lead, that the moments don't get tight, that you extinguish whatever momentum Florida had. Say a leadoff hitter gets on, steals second base. You walk the next guy. You're like getting a little nervous here. All of a sudden you think, oh, they're going to cut into the lead. Hot shot the third. Beautiful backhand. Let's turn two. Suck it. It's beautiful. That happens. But this team, when it falls, it falls hard. It's just, okay, guys, are we back in Little League? It is maddening. Yeah, Carrion is a great example of that because he made a play against Florida, the aforementioned Gators up here in Tallahassee. Yeah. That's reserved for MLB. Your better players. Yes, whatever you want to call it. The web gem, the, uh, the ultimate play, whatever it's called on MLB Network. It was that. But then he'll have multiple errors in a half inning, and you go, what? Where did that come from? You are a major league quality fielder out of nowhere. And then also at the plate, he's gotten really hot of late at the dish. Well, he got Huge us off hits. to a 3 to nothing lead in this game Yep, uh, against Clemson. A big game on a Sunday when you're trying to take the series. You get out to a 3 to nothing lead. Carson Montgomery, he's getting a start on a Sunday. Okay, I understand. You've earned that opportunity. Goes out, no problem in the first inning. Okay, Firmly established, get you some three to nothing starters, locking it down. Here we go. You go to the second inning. Obviously, he doesn't get out of the second inning. Doesn't get it out in the second inning. So now you're having to go to your bullpen in the second inning. That ain't good, man. That is difficult on any pin to try to you know navigate eight innings in relief is ridiculous. And obviously they couldn't. So. You know, back to the drawing board as it pertains to both a Sunday starter and what we do on the back end of the bullpen. I mean, I, I, that, that there are real question marks regarding that. At least softball took care of the business on senior day, senior weekend. That was a Thursday through, th- uh, through Saturday, excuse me, sweep of Clemson. So they look to be primed to 
hosts throughout regional and super regional coming in short order here to town. I just pulled it up because you're right. Um, it seems like every time I look up offensively, Jordan Carrion's the one carrying the day, and he's 17 for 34 in his last 10 games. Right, and that's <laughs> not what he's known for. Like He is the embodiment on that baseball team of the ups and downs. Uh, that'll that'll do some things. Uh, I don't know. I you know I will tell you this. Uh, that Sunday starter situation is a weird deal, and I still like Ballmeister. Uh, didn't have a, a, a great day, but he's a he's a good he's a good pitcher. He's going to be a good pitcher. Let's put it that way. And then obviously we have you know we have five errors in this game, and I, I you know mentioned at the top you have four in one inning. Well, that'll get you beat. By the way, TCU for a weekend series starting Friday. We're hosting. That should be a fun series. Looking forward to it. Top 30 RPI team, TCU. Again, I was looking at it this morning. The difference between 3 and 19 in the RPI is about the same as 1 to 3. So that's how close it is. That's how quickly with a good weekend like this, if you take 2 out of 3 or, you know, heaven forbid you sweep it, you could be squarely in the conversation for a top eight national seed if you do well these next few weeks. TCU is 27-13 and 13 overall. They're 26th in the RPI. They come to town. Florida State, having dropped this series against Clemson, not a great Clemson team, has to bounce back. But would you be surprised if they did? No, you wouldn't. If they, if they turn around, win this series, even sweep this series, I don't know that they'll sweep a series. It's hard to predict that. But if they're able to sweep the series just like that, Fall back into good graces, put themselves somewhere hovering near the top 10 in the RPI with a sweep. Uh, even winning two out of three puts you in the top 15 in all likelihood of the RPI. So you're there within striking distance. We think about the teams we've seen that are in that upper echelon that Florida State has had some success against, has played well against. I mean, I, I don't know. It's, it's, it is frustrating. By the way, in college baseball, if that's not your cup of tea and you just now come around, you get about 40 games in, you start going, okay, maybe I should pay attention to what everybody's doing here because we're getting down to the nitty-gritty. Yeah, Tennessee's still your number one team. Notre Dame, who came in here and swept four states, number two in the RPI. So at least when you got swept by a team, you got swept by a team that's number two in the RPI at 26-8. and eight. But Tennessee, folks, is 37-3. and three. This is baseball. Who the hell's 37-3 and three in baseball? It's bizarre. You want to know how bizarre baseball is? Major League Baseball. Pirates take three of four from the Cubs at Wrigley. Suck at Chicago. Their one win, 21 to nothing. Glad you scored 21 runs. Hope you feel better. Thanks for winning one game at home. Yeah, you're 500, right? Yes, we are. But the point would be, how weird is baseball? I say this all the time. One team beats the other team 21 to nothing. That's humiliating. You're saying it's not a passive point about the Pirates. You're sure? Yeah. Okay. Just pointing out how weird baseball is. That the Pirates go into Wrigley and take three of four from the Cubs in Chicago in front of the home faithful there. They go over to the Cubby Bear and cry it out. But there they are losing to the Buckos yet again. And they can tell each other we scored 21 runs in a game. You did. You did. And amassed to one win. Not three. Not three like the Pirates got in Chicago. But it's not about that. It's just baseball's just weird. Just baseball's weird. Could have scored 31 runs. 51 runs. Would have got you one win. Not the three that Pittsburgh got. <laughs> Just something to point out. Also to point out in college baseball how weird things are. Grand Canyon, Kennesaw State, Mercer, which, okay, fine. Wofford, Southern Miss. Wofford, sir. Wofford. Dallas Baptist, which is consistently good. Gonzaga and others. These are all teams in the top 30 in the country in RPI. 
You know the committee loves that. That means they can put regionals all over well, the country. Well, they can put everybody in the South to beat up on each other, and then a bunch of slappies against the one good team in the Big Ten as they coast to the College World Series. Because it's nonsense, and then they'll hide behind security, which is a lie. The Rick Pitino playbook is strong. Look at that group, though. Grand Canyon, Kennesaw State, Mercer, Wofford, Wofford, Southern Miss, Gonzaga. Weird. What are the ground rules for Grand Canyon? I don't know. I'm looking. Look, look at these other teams. Does the park back up to the Grand Canyon? That'd be Can- pretty sweet. Grand Is Can- it down in the canyon? Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Penn from the Ivy League. Yeah, twenty-six and nine, a top forty RPI. They're ranked ahead of Louisville. Penn. All right. Don't you see a lot of smart baseball players? I'm just having fun. I'm just having fun. Ron Darling will tell you he is. Oh, yes, he will quickly. Well, they stand out. It's so rare. <laughs> Scotty Barnes, Rookie of the Year, NBA. Congratulations. Good news. We'll see if it translates to Florida State's uh, recruiting prowess, right? We'll, uh, we'll have to find out. And this is a big week to, uh, again, touch on what we've somewhat mentioned in the opener there for those wondering, just joining late. News of guys leaving for Florida State, not a surprise, not a shock at all. Quayshawn Fuller, the latest to do so. Not saying he couldn't have been used for some snaps here and there for depth, but not an essential piece of the puzzle. They continue to kind of vet this roster and flip this roster as best they can. You needed some room. It's a good year to have it with the extra numbers. So here it is. You go and you bring some guys in the transfer portal. Now you may say, well, where are those guys, Jeff? We're waiting on those guys. Well, this will be an important week because the deadline is coming up on Sunday. The Fuller thing is interesting to me because that also indicates from just a roster standpoint that they really like what they have in McClendon. Mm -hmm. That's what that speaks to with me. It's not necessarily about verse. It's about that they like McClendon. Because if you're looking for reps and you're fuller, I mean, if you only have to climb over McClendon and maybe Briggs, then maybe you have a real chance this fall to better your your situation moving forward in Tallahassee. But that tells me that he's looking at practice film and saying, no, that dude's just better than me. Yeah, I I just like the idea of, a coaching staff that is inviting players to look at a situation very honestly. You know, that, that that's what it says to me, that somebody is having to sit down, not cruelly, the way I am sometimes, you know, I'm dismissive. I can be. I, I'm not working with these guys on a day-to-day basis as a coach. But I'm saying that they have to have honest conversations with themselves about what this team is, what they're trying to get to, the kinds of players that are maybe out there for them to take a run at, what is, in terms of the roster, backed up, where do they need some people to to maybe think honestly about their futures? And let's have that conversation. You know, what realistically are you expecting to get out of your remaining career here? What do you think you are? Because I'm going to tell you what I think you are. And we may not see eye to eye on this. And if that's the case, no harm, no foul. It's not your fault. We recruited you. It just hasn't worked out. In some cases, not, though. In some cases, other people recruited you. I wish they hadn't, but they did. And now here we are. So you can take it on down the road, perhaps to reunite with them. Who knows? But the point would be that uh, we see this spot becoming uh, available. as, uh, Or you can occupy it, but just not get into games. If you'd like to play football, you can play it somewhere else. That's what we're saying here. Want a soda? There you have is. five minutes. <laughs> it's the Jeff Cameron Show, 93.3 Real Talk Radio, War Chant TV. It's only a kick. 
a jump, a block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle, a run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. I got to tell you, Tom, I think it's going to happen sooner rather than later, unfortunately. I'm hanging on for dear life. I just want this out here. We're going to stamp the time, mark the time. It is 2-23. It's Monday. What's the date on today? What's today? The 20, 25th, 25th of 25th? April, the year of our Lord, 2022. 25. All right. I don't know if I can make it uh, past May, the end of May. Uh, the young lad is very close to beating me in basketball. Oh, really? It's getting close. Hadn't happened, but I'm hurting myself to win. I thought you were about to say I'm going to wring his neck before the end of May. Oh, no, he's doing fine uh, behaviorally. He's so focused on beating his old man. I knew this day would come. I, too, went through a stretch where the be-all, end-all was to beat my father and my stepdad and my brothers in anything. When you get it in your mind that I've had enough of this, that I shall be the one that sits atop the mountain. Then, you know, you're singular in focus, and, uh, you know, I got other things to worry about, like feeding him, clothing him, providing for A lot others. of food at that age, a ton of food. Oh, providing for others in the family, trying to be a rock to all of my friends and everybody that needs me. I can't just focus on my mid-range jump shot. But that kid comes home, that's all he does. Shoots, shoots. It's like you playing hockey in the front yard, in, oh, the, yeah. in the driveway. Absolutely. Just wrister after wrister. It was just, sizzled, too. Just like the eight goals we scored on Florida last night. A little something-something for that ass. That's a good week for that club. Well, that was a little lesson. That was sort of a, you don't want any of this. Here's a little doubt for you. Yep. Just plant that seed right here in your backyard. A little seed planting. Now, that said, hours just shooting. I used to do it. I used to do it, too. Because, you know, when your dad's providing everything for you, you don't have any other worries. You just go out there and spend your time shooting. The best thing to do with this information is to wager on it. I think uh, Director and I should have a wager of, do you make it to your 51st birthday? Which is in June, June 11th. Yep, that's right. Do you make it to your 51st birthday? Undefeated. Undefeated. I'll let Director, he says yes. Well, he knows I'm locked in. He's got faith in me here. Yep. Well, it's about to get dirty. It's about to get dirty. We're, we're gonna All those have segments to over the years yeah. about Scott Wood and others hitting from three, you're going to give them a reminder. I won't run through them the way I would if I were a competitor back in the day, but I will. There will be message, rib shots, rebounding, things happen. So let the record show because of the mm. selection of director. Yeah. I am now on Team Bryce because he chose. He chose you. So I'm now on Team Bryce. Uh, Briley, I have uh, defeated my son Bryce in chess repeatedly throughout the years. Uh, I have introduced that to him and lorded it over him for some time. Although he is an incredibly bright man and has a uh, young man and has gotten very close to defeating me in that too lately. I don't have the patience I once did, and he'll sit there all night. And I said, eh, "We're going to start timing these moves here, man. You'll be sitting here for hours just because you don't want to get beat. Let's let's harken it. Let's, let's speed it up a little bit here. I got things to do." But 
the physical part of things. This is where we're at. This is where we're at. And I, you know, I don't know. I've uh, I've tweaked an ankle and a knee. Elbow hurts. For some reason, I get a shooting pain, nerve pain through my forearm into the front forefinger here on follow-throughs on jump shots these days. And I'm not really sure where that's coming from. Now, I persevere. I don't bring it up. I don't bitch about it like he does, every little thing. But, I, you know, I just it hurts But you want bit. it on the record for the podcast. I want and, people to know that I'm working hard to overcome an awful lot. It's because of, of those sick flop like, shots you can hit. That's where the <laughs> that's where the pain comes from. I just it's it's happening on the ah. See that hurt right there. That hurt. I, that's real. That, that was real. real. Yeah, that is not acting. That hurts. I don't know what that is. There's like a pinched nerve. Do you understand Ben Simmons a little bit better now? No, because I play right through that, and I'm not paid seventy seven million dollars to do so. Come on, man. Let's buck up there, soldier. We will have to play some ball out here, Ben. I just like the guy. Punk. <laughs> The guy who Harden got traded for is now your new Harden. And I hate James Harden, so yeah, there you go. But I love that. That's perfect. So. No energy is lost. Now listen, here's the thing. Just somewhere else. I, I'm I'm losing. I'm going to. Now, Chris, you write that you were 23 before you beat your dad in golf. That's fine. Like, Bryce isn't anywhere close to beating me golf, and he's not anywhere close at all to beating, like, Tom at golf, who's a much more... Uh, pro, you know, proficient golfer, but I, but the physical stuff, right? The the um, the basketball and all. That. Now, look, I gave up. He's faster than me now. He is faster than me. I readily admit that he is faster than me. Running straight line, he is faster than me. I'll pull a hammy. Tried to beat him running, so I don't even try anymore. I'm like, okay, I'm not doing that. I'm not pulling a hamstring to beat you. But if your hamstring worked, oh, what do well, you think? You know, well, me and my fastest, he's not anywhere close. Uh, back when I was in my you know prime, not even close. Tell him to keep working. So I right now though I'll say that the it's the boundless energy of a fourteen soon to be fifteen year old it's the boundless energy that's where he gets me game one game one two eleven by ones this guy eleven six eleven five you don't want any of this game two eleven eight eleven eight taking some defensive possessions off Tom gotta take some defensive possessions off go ahead and knock that down if you want to I'm gonna go ahead and take it under here and get the rebound now if he's starting to hit that shot gotta hit open looks. We might have a problem. A couple of days in a row, he started knocking those down without a problem. Now I'm like, now i got to get out on him. So, game three is where we, we, it, we, it gets serious. When it gets really close, you need to take him to a public park so you play on the double rims. you got to change the game. you got to change the rules. <laughs> well, I bought a very expensive basketball hoop. <laughs> I know you did. I'm not going to not go use it. Oh, but you got to make him hit it on a regular court. He's complaining now that I'm too physical down low, that it's unfair. I say, hey, man's game, let's go. Buck up. Like, here's the deal, dude. It's going to be physical as you get older. Kids are going to be bigger than you. Now, they won't be 100 pounds heavier than you like I am, but they will be bigger than you, and you're going to have to find a way around it. Use your quicks. I'm going to use my size for these rebounds. You can bet on that. So it bothers him, and, you know, and it becomes a, a jump shooting contest, and he I, he's still not out shooting me, that's for sure. Is Clark in the ballpark yet? No, no. Will he be? He might. He's you know he's eleven years old. He's a long ways away. He's got a, he's a long ways away. He gets mad. He gets out there. He gets knocked all over the place. We play twenty. Don't forget he exists, right? No. <laughs> hang out with the him? three of us. Spend play, some time with him. The three of us play twenty one. He's eleven. Bryce is fourteen, and obviously I'm fifty. And so he just like. When he, I bless his heart, he tries, but he gets thrown into next week. 
Like, I'll just look up and I see asses and elbows and feet up in the air. Right. And I'm like, what happened? You're fouling. I'm not fouling. You just bounced off my hip. What? Are, what, are you, what are you like doing? a Louisville tackler <laughs> on Dalvin Cook. Irash Chappelle going to join us next. Jeff Cameron Show, 93.3 Real Talk Radio, War Chant TV. Jeff Cameron Show, 93.3 Real Talk Radio, War Chant TV. It is great to be with you. Let's document it now. We've got to, you can timestamp that if you want. There you go. You know what I didn't mention when we were going through the weekend that was and we were talking about the events and those things that happened good and bad for Florida State, as well as those things that happened either uh, in the NBA playoffs or the things that we're predicting to happen in the upcoming NFL draft, you name it. I failed to mention that uh, Florida State has found their replacement for Mark Krikorian and uh, that women's soccer program. Now, I fear because Mark Krikorian had the kind of success that we all dream about for a head coach of any seminal sport that, um, that frankly, uh, you know, it, nobody that you could have named would have been somebody that anybody celebrated. But also, in fairness, I mean, it, it, as good as that program has been, as successful as that program has been, it is still not uh, always uh, omnipresent on the radar of Florida State fans. They're thinking football first, especially uh, as we start thinking about transfer portal stuff. And also, because of what's going on with softball and baseball and all of that right now, I, I, I get it. But uh, Brian Pinsky is the man's name. He is the reigning SEC Coach of the Year, and uh, he helped turn Tennessee's program into something of a national prominence. So it's uh, there's a reason that... Um, he was picked, and by the way, if we're just going, Tom, I don't know if you looked at the the, the picture of Brian Pinsky, uh, whom Florida State has now hired to uh, to lead Florida State soccer. If you just looked at the picture, I say yes, sir. That guy looks like he's going to win. Demanding. That's a good look, right? That's a he is very serious, focused. It's a good looking bald head. He's all good to go. So that's what it was. Well, no, no, it's a good look. Not everybody can pull off the bald head. Some people look like a doofus, like Jimbo. So, you know, what do you do? This is a good look bald head. Yeah. He looks like the guy who assigns a lot of laps if you get out of line. <laughs> a lot of them. Irash Warchant.com joins us right now. Hello, Ira. How are you, brother? I'm good, man. How are you guys doing? We're good. We're good. Did you look at the picture of Brian Pinsky? I did. I did. And then when, uh, when Tom just mentioned assigning a lot of laps, I was thinking of my middle school uh, – PE teacher who used to, uh, when he'd get mad at us, he would tell us, "The Lord only helps those who help themselves." And he would <laughs> tell us to tell us to help ourselves to a bunch. Of <laughs> uh, Brian, that kid, this guy, yeah, he does definitely. But now I've heard, actually heard great things about him. Just talking to people who know him, and uh, sounds like it's a really good hire. I mean, you can, obviously, replacing a legend in Mark Corian is not going to be easy. But it sounds like they did about as well as you could do. Yeah. Also, I got to give his him credit, uh, Coach Pinsky credit for uh, his remarks upon being hired. Uh, glowing remarks, both for the coach that preceded him and the university that just hired him, uh, and, and well worded. So that aside, let's cut to it here. The weekend that was. Let's get to. Uh, I want to ask your impression. You know, because I know in our meetings when we were talking as a staff. Um, We've been talking about how big a week this week was going to become because obviously the transfer portal is what everybody has their eye on 
these days, in particular at Florida State, really all programs, but in particular at programs trying to flip it. Sunday is the last day to declare. So what do you expect this week to look like? We know Quayshon Fuller is gone. Uh, how many players are we looking at right now, do you think? And uh, what, what are your thoughts on uh, when we start hearing some names? Yeah, you know, I mean, I, I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, maybe uh, two or three more guys went into the portal. And that's really the only deadline for this week is just you have to right. play this fall. you got to be in the portal by May 1st. Um, who they get could take much longer. Um, and so, but yeah, I mean, I expect that they'll have two or three guys more um, and maybe even three or four. I'm not sure the exact number, but those meetings happened last week, have been happening. And, uh, you know, and I think, um, you know, they're, 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 uh, I don't, I'm not. They're not running guys off. I think, but they're telling guys that look, your opportunities to play here are not going to be very good if you stay. Here are some other schools you might want to consider, and, and, and a lot of those guys are taking those options. Yeah, that's called having an honest dialogue with players about where they stand. It's not running them off, but it is letting it be known in no uncertain terms. There's not a lot of future for you on the field for us. Here are our options, and I think that's an aggressive approach and the right approach. Yeah, and you know, I think sometimes you you would assume, and I think we came into the spring. There were you know some players that we came into the spring wondering if they would still be here because they had been recruited over. I mean, the reality is, and this is the harsh reality, but it's a business, and you know, coaches will tell players, "Look, you know, my, it's my job to to recruit a better player than you are, and it's your job to beat that player out." Well, some of these players haven't done that, and so if you've been on campus for three or four years and you're not moving up the depth chart, you're moving down the depth chart, and they're bringing in kids who are freshmen and sophomores who are now passing you on the depth chart, or they're bringing in transfers who are now above you on the depth chart, you know, you, you'd expect some guys to realize, look, this isn't going well. I have the transfer portal as an option and look to leave. Um, but some players are like, you know what, I just like being at Florida State, you know, and, and so that I, this is where I want to be. And so with those players, in general, if they, they're going to get to stay until they graduate. I mean, they're Florida State, like very few schools anymore, run anybody off if they want to stay and if they haven't graduated. Now, once a player's been here four years and they can graduate, then, you know, at that point, I think uh, Florida State will say, you know, you need to move on. But right now it's mostly when we talk about underclassmen, it's guys who see possible opportunities to play somewhere else. Were you were you surprised that uh, – I mean, none of us were surprised, for example, that tight end Kobe Gross left. I don't think anybody was surprised that Jadarius Green McKnight left. He, he, he obviously wasn't really going to play, and, and they've been frustrated with him. Were you surprised that Quayshon Fuller left? A little bit, but again, you know, I think he came into the spring, and you know, I think he needed to show something. I mean, the thing everybody says about Quayshon, and, and I like Quayshon whenever we talk to him. He's, he's a gregarious guy and has some ability, but like anytime you talk to anybody around the program or really any fans that have watched him, they'll always talk about those few flashes. And they'll say, well, gee, if we could just get more of that. Well, some guys don't give you more than that. You know? <laughs> and, and, and I know, you know we've had conversations with people on the staff who say there are times when Quayshon Fuller will do something where it kind of makes everybody just like, wow, look, did you just see that? But those times are just few and far between. And then you have to be more consistent. And when it doesn't happen consistency, guys start to pass you on the depth chart. And I think this spring was a really good spring for guys like Patrick Payton, and I think they like what they see in Byron Turner and, and some of those young, other young defensive ends. And, and then those, that young freshman class they brought in, Dante Anderson's a lot better. Adam Fuller said Dante Anderson's a lot better than they expected when they signed him. And so, you know, then it becomes the writings on the wall. And I want to make it clear, even though I come on the airwaves on a regular basis and say, 
that we need to run off even more players that are not cutting the mustard. It's never a personal thing. Those kids, it's not their fault. They played well enough in high school that they got recruited by a place like Florida State. And if they love it here and they're going to class and they're giving you effort and they're not good enough, it's not their fault. I still want them gone, but I get it that they don't want to leave. What do you do? I mean, I if I had my druthers, I'd be like, that's great. We screwed up. You're not any good. Take it on down the road. But it doesn't work that way. I can't, You can't do that. Um, and, and, again, it's not always their fault. But for Florida State, I, I like this approach, and I'm hoping that we see a few more names. You wouldn't be surprised, you said, if there were some more names that uh, enter into the portal this week? I would not. You know, again, it's, it's you know, uh, you kind of wonder why it hasn't happened yet. Mm. It's going to happen. Um, so, so you know maybe it maybe maybe it dries up here soon, but no, I, I do think that there there could be a couple more, and and, uh, and again, there, the, all that does is just create more cash space in this one year where Florida State, you know, where all schools have this extra luxury of those extra spots where you can bring some guys in. So any more guys that go, it creates more uh, uh, openings. It'd be an interesting week and a fun one. We'll document it as always. I'll talk to you tomorrow, good sir. It's always a pleasure. Be well, Ira, and uh, see Thanks. you tomorrow. See you, man. That's uh, Ira Chaffel. And, you know, he and I have talked about this. You and I have talked about this, Tom. And, and again, we all do as a staff, and four state fans do it collectively. How quickly can we get to where we want to go? How quickly can we upgrade this roster? How quickly can you, you know, you want to expedite this? Nobody likes sort of languishing around 500 or middle of the pack. You want to see real evidence of a big step forward. And the quickest way to do it in the era of the transfer portal, in addition to recruiting well at a high school, is supplementing what you don't have through said portal with guys that have proven it. And they've had a lot of success doing just that. It's what gives you hope that they can find guys. I understand it didn't work out with Mims. Incredibly weird set of circumstances. They're sad set of circumstances there, frankly, in my opinion. But, but, Going back to the portal and how quickly you can upgrade, if you don't have to get a five-star tackle, would have been nice, obviously. But you, but if you get guys like Florida State's been able to bring in, and again, Jermaine Johnson's an outlier, they've had several other players that they've brought in through the portal that have contributed right away, that have started right away, that have been an upgrade from what they had starting there prior to their arrival. They, that's what you're looking to do in the next couple of weeks. When you see what's out there on the landscape of college football, who's entered their name, there are going to be good football players who are looking at opportunities to play that are unhappy for whatever reason at their current locale. Um, could be kids from the state of Florida who are just homesick. They want to be somewhere closer to home. We took advantage of that in several instances. If you get that chance, one thing you do have going for you, certainly not your record over the last three years, but rather the record of those players that have come here, had success, elevated their status, and have gone on to say good things about Florida State and their decision to transfer here previous. The number one long-term takeaway from spring was evaluation to me. It's just the success of the um, the guys who are transfers who are on campus this spring and then also the early enrollees. It looked like just about every single player that was on campus to participate in camp this spring was a, was a hit yeah. in terms of the evaluation. So the question is, can you stay hot? Can you stay hot in your evals between now and whenever it is that you fill out your roster? But with the kids that are going to declare between now and Sunday, be in the portal so that they can play in the fall without a, a problem with eligibility, can you stay hot in the evaluation game? Because they are red hot right now. They've only whiffed on a few, and they were really evident very quickly. Kushney didn't look like he could play from the second he got here. There have been a couple guys like that where I thought, eh, he just did that to do it. Don't do that. I think Gross was Kobe Gross was a transfer as well, so that didn't work out. So there've been, you know, there've been a few guys like that where you kind of like, eh, he doesn't look like he can play at all. What happened here? 
Was this a sight unseen? Did we we take a car that we were told looked nice? Well, we have a spot, so let's yeah. use it. This door is missing the handle. Oh, but it runs great. But it doesn't have a handle. It's not a Jeep. This is awful. I've got to get that fixed. I'm sinking even more money into this thing. And by the way, this right tire has to be replaced. But the engine, the engine. Damn it, man. This was not mentioned in the write-up. Jeff Cameron, show 93.3 Real Talk Radio War Chant TV. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Don't forget to reach out to my friends Chad and Shannon of the legendary team at Hamilton Home Loans. That is a mortgage company that is designed around speed, simplicity, and service straight ahead, right? No intimidation, none of that process puts you at ease. Shannon will take every opportunity to make it as easy as possible. Great rates, cutting-edge technology, transparent communication, a recipe for a five-star mortgage experience. Yes, sir. Different kind of mortgage experience. A good one. One that leaves you at ease, feeling good, and in and out. You got what you need there. We are excited to be partnered with the legendary team at Hamilton Home Loans, Chad and Shannon. Give them a call today, 844-FSU-LOAN. Check them out online, fsuhomeloans.com. We got baseball today? We do. We do have baseball today. Cue it up, Tommy. It's time for... How you say? With the pitching, uh, probables? Boom, 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 boom. Brought to you by North Florida Payroll Services, locally owned for nearly 15 years, offering payroll and HR services, including full online applicant onboarding, integration into payroll, save your company money and headaches today. Head to NorthFordaPayroll.com. Hey, hey. Giants, Brewers. Sam Long. Lefty making his first start. Sam Long. It's a good series. It is. Corbin Burns going tonight for the Brewers. We got Rockies, Phillies, Kyle Freeland, Kyle Gibson, Kyle and Kyle. That would annoy you. My friend Kyle is my other friend Kyle. Red Sox, Blue Jays, Nathan Avaldi, and Jose Barrios. We got the Mets and the Cards. I hope you stomp the Cards' ass. Uh, we have reached consensus then. Let's go. Play the whooping. Max Scherzer, who is off to a great start with the New York Metropolitans, is 3-0 with a 2-5-0. Going against Miles Mikulis. Yes. <laughs> the obligatory, I know it's Mikulis. Astros, Rangers, Fromber Valdez, Dane Dunning, Guardians, Angels, Shane Bieber, and Michael Lorenzen, and then late night, how long are the D-backs going to suck? Feels like this has been a long time. Dodgers, D-backs, Walker Bueller, Trapper Keeper, Merrill Kelly, <laughs> And that is a look at the very few people who shall reside on the bump tonight.
it's Blue Jackets Bolts, 7 o'clock. You got a wager on that one, buddy? Uh, where is that game? In Tampa. Um, no. They do play Columbus on the road later this week. I would bet that one much larger. Bigly. Yes, Bigly, as they uh, say. Panthers, Bruins tomorrow. A full slate tomorrow. The NHL's doing their thing again today, right? Yeah, we got one game today. A week from today, though, is the beginning of the playoffs. I don't know what's going on with Why the Why is everybody laughing? What happened? I have no idea. What, what did I miss here? Oh. Well, we got some bots in the chat. And oh, interesting bots. Adult site bots. And uh, women's products as well, too, oddly enough. So that's a new one. <laughs> We've not had that one yet. That's good. No, that's brand new. That's a first. That would be why he reacted that way. It's a novel reaction. I liked it. Uh, I was like, why are the why are the Stanley Cup playoffs funny, Matthew? What's going on? Yeah, there's nothing funny about that. We take it very seriously as back-to-back Stanley Cup champions. Uh, Nuggets plus nine versus the Warriors tonight. Is that tonight? No, that's Wednesday. That's Wednesday. You get get it together, Cameron. Yeah, they played yesterday. Yeah, I watched some of so that. So they get two days Jokic off because that's got, how the NBA playoffs work. Jokic got poked in the eye, as people do um, when facing Golden State. That's kind of what happens. Yeah, doesn't one of the uh, the Milwaukee Bucks have glasses on now? Just eye poking. I, I think I would always have glasses on. Seems like guys get poked in the eye on the regular, in the NBA in particular. Just is Bryce locked poking. in, even though the Clippers are out? Is he locked in in the yeah, NBA playoffs? Yeah, he is. We're both surprised that the Pelicans got that thing at 2-2 with Phoenix. This is crazy to watch right now. It's It's been weird. Um, Remember when Zion played for them? Uh, another guy that needs to stop eating the chips and get up and get his ass in shape and start playing. What are we doing? Those are Costco bags. My guy will eat. So, you know, that was the uh, wrong approach. His guys, I understand that there is a very small window for professional athletes to make as much money as possible. So you don't tend to turn down certain uh, opportunities in the advertising world. But I remember him sitting on a couch, eating Cheetos, playing video games as it, with Mountain Dew. So they had the combo thing. I'm like, no, 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 no. Your client agent guy is fat he's always fighting the fats so maybe we shouldn't have him on a couch playing video games while he's missing time in real life eating cheetos or cheese puffs whatever they were and playing video games it's not a good idea maybe he should work with orange theory fitness <laughs> not an orange <laughs> yes, snack right. you know show him jogging at orange theory fitness getting it together so that he's getting back out on the court at some point i would that- i used to have orange fingers from all the Cheetos I yes. ate. Now I have orange fitness yeah. with orange fitness. Oh, there you go. That's what you should do, right? I'm looking at these numbers. Tomorrow we'll have to or maybe Wednesday. Yeah, Wednesday we'll have to do this. There are I mean, there are so many wagers. Vikings first pick is a corner at plus one thirty. Chiefs first pick. Do they take a wide receiver? That's at plus one twenty five. Yeah. Yeah, they're gonna take a receiver. There's a ton of them in the draft in the first round. They just lost out on their number one receiver. I'm going to take the plus 125 and bet that they take a receiver. This is fun. Cowboys, first pick. Offensive line, plus 125. Probably. Feel good about that. If you want to have some fun with it, you can go top 10 picks. Do you think Derek Stingley Jr. goes in the top 10? Get him at minus 150 if you say yes. He probably is. Minus 150 is not that expensive, though. No, I agree. Um, Steelers, first pick. Do they take a quarterback? I think so. Yes. Plus 125 if you say yes. This feels Ooh, like free money. Right. I mean, I'm, I've been staring at this uh, as they've been coming. Falcons, do they go wide receiver? Plus 105. Packers, do they go wide receiver? 
plus one. Packers plus 125 to go receiver. What was the name of the guy, not the Riddler, who wore the question marks and the dollar suits? And he's like, I'm giving you free money. You remember those commercials? Matthew Lesko, maybe? Oh, yeah, it was. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. That's what you sound and, like. And you with get these. the book. It's you plus 125. They're it's free it's money, free people. free money, everybody. You got to do this. Yeah, remember that book? That book you had to, like, you had to type out a letter and sign all kinds of stuff and send it in and, and find out whether or not you were eligible to get paid by the phone company you once had 15 years ago. You know, I got a check from Sprint one time out of nowhere, like 20 years after I had Sprint. They're like, here's that five ninety nine we owe you. Sorry about that, Jeff. We owe you five bucks, six bucks nearly. Here's that check for you. Seth Curry, under eleven and a half points. Mets minus one forty five against the Cardinals. We're just these are just numbers. They're just numbers. They're fun to throw out there. Uh, I will on Wednesday's show though, delve down a little deeper and have a little bit more fun with this. I do think there is. Uh, Five or six that we should pick that we like to do towards the end of the show, anyhow. I think there's five or six really winnable bets well, that's here. That's another way to keep it interesting all the way to 32. I always find it interesting, but if I bet on all 32 picks, it becomes that much more interesting. I loved the uh, the primetime draft the most during COVID. That was something that helped oh, save and us. and we needed it. Yes, and they actually carried that out pretty nicely for as many Zoom things as they were doing. But when it's a normal year... It's hard to make it all the way to 32. It's, it's, I mean, 1 o'clock in the morning. Well, only because of the lateness of things do I yes. agree with you. started I, at I 6 yeah, Eastern. Come I don't on. mind. I don't mind, like, having to wait because I love the content. But you're right. When it gets to be, like, well, for me. They're at 26. You're like, oh, my God, there's another hour of when this? It's, when it's 10 p.m., I'm like, okay, come on now. This is, I'd be getting into bed normally by now. This is, it's, it's enough for me. Good work out of you, sir. Good work, Director Matthew. Be well, everybody. We'll talk to you tomorrow with some of the headlines. Take care. Mmm, the first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com.